Unrestricted free agency Thursday. Who do the Lions want back? Who do I think they'll re-sign? All of that today on Locked on Lions Thursday edition. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Thursday, February 15th, and a Friday, February 16th. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe to our Locked On Lions YouTube channel as well. We're over 10,000 subscribers, so all of you that watch on the YouTube channel, thank you for doing that. Locked On Lions today brought to you by our good friends at the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off your first purchase. You can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and also, as I mentioned before, on threads at The Real Matt Dairy. All right, special Thursday show here, because what we're going to do today is talk about the Lions' 20 unrestricted free agents that they have. We're not going to talk about street free agents. We're not going to talk about uh, ERFA free agents or uh, restricted, just the 20 guys that are free to sign with any team and can also come back to the Lions, which makes that job difficult for Brad Holmes because he's got to obviously recruit his own guys that he wants back. Also tell certain players that have been with the team for a while that maybe they should shop their wares elsewhere. He's maybe already had those conversations, but there's 20 names on this list. One, we already know their future. And I kind of want to go over offense, defense, and special teams and have that discussion today uh, right here on Lockdown Lions. So we will do that. First and foremost, um, when you talk about free agency and you talk about Brad Holmes, he has had a certain philosophy for the first three years. The guys that he's wanted to keep, I'm not going to say that all of these players, such as Alex Anzalone or bringing back Graham Glasgow, who was here before, or re-signing um, um, you know, Charles Harris after he had kind of a one-year show us deal a couple of years ago. But all of these players have taken pay cuts. All of these players have taken um, um, uh, team-friendly deals. And I'm not going to say that every single player is going to give the Lions a, a, a hometown discount. I'm not saying that. But what we've seen from Brad Holmes the first three years as, as general manager uh, of the Lions has been smart spending, not going crazy with, with, uh, with, with salary, um, fitting everything within a certain parameter, right? The Lions haven't been near the top in spending, but they haven't been near the bottom either. And they've developed their best players through the draft, right? Which means guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, Panay Sewell, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Aleem McNeil are all going to eventually, their rookie contracts are all going to run out. Eventually, the Lions are going to have to spend a lot of money to keep them. But this group of unrestricted free agents, at least right now, it does not fall into that category. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to go over each and every one, but I, I'm trying to look right now and see if there's somebody that could break the bank. You know, we had the discussion last week about Jonah Jackson and we'll get to him. He's likely going to be the most expensive, but because there are tons of starting guards, tons of them uh, in this marketplace and in this free agent uh, uh, shopping spree, that's going to take place in a few weeks. 
Jonah Jackson might not be making the kind of money that I think Jackson nor his agent think he's going to make. All right. Coming off of a Pro Bowl year a couple of years ago, you looked up and said, wow, Jonah Jackson could be commanding between 15 and $20 million a year as a Pro Bowl guard. And over the last couple of years, he has not had the kind of seasons that he had the first two years that he was with Detroit. So we'll have to see. Remember, this was a guy that was uh, drafted by Bob Quinn, uh, but has been here for four years and is going to deserve double-digit millions. But the question is how much? And as we talked about last week, uh, and we touched on it uh, with what Brad Spielberger, Spielberger and PFF wrote, he's only the 94th ranked free agent in, in the top 100, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, other teams may have a different grade on him than Brad and the folks at PFF did. There might be a team that goes out and overspends on Jackson to pluck him away from Detroit. That's a possibility. We'll go through all the guys on offense, defense, and special teams, and I'll comment on each and every one of them uh, right here on Lockdown Lions on this Thursday edition. Let's start with the one guy uh, that we know um, is not coming back for sure, and that's Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he's unrestricted, but he's retired. Teddy Bridgewater is done with the NFL, mid-30s, has had a really good career, and now he wants to coach, and he's going to coach his high school down in Miami where uh, he's from and where he uh, played, and now he's going to be the head coach and hang him up after a stellar NFL career that saw him bounce around a little bit from Minnesota, New Orleans, Miami, and, of course, with the Lions. But he was a great mentor for Hendon Hooker. He's still going to be. Um, when the Lions lost to the Niners a couple of weeks ago, you saw him and uh, Dan Campbell kind of walk out with their arms around each other uh, from the locker room. Bridgewater was only here for a year and didn't play a whole heck of a lot. Rarely took any snaps this year. But, um, you know, I can think off the top of my head, the Ravens game just in garbage time. But other than that, um, you know, was just a mentor for Jared Goff and for Hendon Hooker. And uh, we wish him the best. So that's one that we know is not leaving, nor is he staying. He's retiring. Also on the list, if you're going to talk about offense, let's go there first, is Nate Sudfeld. Um, I'd have to figure that he would not be back. Nate Sudfeld was the backup quarterback two years ago. Uh, again, all we saw of him was preseason football and it wasn't, wasn't very impressive. It wasn't pretty. And I think it got to the point, especially this preseason where Nate Sudfeld struggled so much that the lions knew they needed a better insurance policy for Jared Goff and then went out and spent $5 million to get Teddy Bridgewater, uh, rather quickly. Um, and then Bridgewater played in some of the preseason games. Of course, Sudfeld relieved him. Sudfeld, I think, started one. And and the drop-off was, you can see it. It, it, was, it was rather big between Bridgewater and Sudfeld. Then Nate got hurt and uh, was done for the year anyway. And the Lions, of course, lined up most of the season with Goff, Bridgewater, and Hendon Hooker. I would have to think Nate Sudfeld would not be back. Hooker would be the backup quarterback. And the Lions would sign a, a different veteran to be their third guy. Is there a chance Sudfeld comes back at the, as the number three because the team likes him a lot? Yes. Of course, David Blau is another guy that the Lions like that uh, was basically uh, with the team all year on the practice squad. We'll have to see. But I would guess that Nate Sudfeld would not be back. The next guy uh, is Josh Reynolds. And this one is this one's kind of tricky because when you look at the wide receiver Josh Reynolds, you see a player that, every year has gotten better and has tremendous chemistry with Jared Goff. All right. Not going to break the bank. 
Not going to be a guy that I would think other teams are going to spend a, a lot of money on. And if you would have told me going into the NFC Championship game, would you re-sign Josh Reynolds or not? I think 99 out of 100 of you would have said, oh, yeah, you got to have Reynolds back. Goff loves him. Uh, uh, you know, they've got a great chemistry. He catches the football. Bring him back, especially in a position of wide receiver that the Lions don't have a ton of depth. Right? They like what they have, certainly in Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, Jamison Williams is coming back. Uh, you know, Khalif Raymond, um, you know, they like but was hurt. Reynolds, uh, Antoine Green, the rookie, played a little bit. They had Donovan Peoples-Jones. But this wasn't the deepest wide receiver group by any stretch of the imagination. Then the NFC Championship game happened, and Josh Reynolds had his worst game on the biggest stage. Everybody saw it. He had two huge drops in that game. One was a little bit behind him on that fourth down, but he still could have made the play. And then the huge third down on the slant that he just flat out dropped right in his breadbasket. I still see a scenario where the Lions bring him back. I do. Um, I like Josh Reynolds. And there's something about him and Goff that really works well together. You could tell how much the organization liked him during that last regular season game when they were throwing him the football on those quick outs to get him his bonuses. Um, so I, I, I think Josh Reynolds will come back. I don't think it's going to be any kind of two or three year deal or three or four year deal, maybe one or two years. Um, but I think he would remain with the team because, um, I don't think there's going to be a gigantic market for him. We'll see. But obviously the last game he played, ouch, was not a good one. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones came over from, uh, at the trade deadline for a sixth round pick. Uh, I don't see any real scenario where he stays. He didn't make much of an impact, in my opinion. Um, Anthony Ferkser, the backup tight end. Uh, Lions really like him. And, you know, Brock Wright, we'll see if he comes back. He's not unrestricted. We'll see if the Lions want to tender him an offer. Certainly, of course, um, uh, James Mitchell will be back, coming back from the injury. And we know what a year Sam Laporta had. But I think Anthony Ferkser is a guy that the Lions might want to keep around uh, because of his blocking ability. And uh, just didn't get much of an opportunity. We'll see on him. Um, Jonah ja for the four offensive linemen, Jonah Jackson, Dan Skipper, Matt Nelson, Graham Glasgow, and we'll throw Hal Vitae in the mix too because he's unrestricted. I want to get into those guys. We will do that coming up next uh, right here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. And Locked On Lions today brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Hey, we know this. You want to order some food. You don't want to leave the house. We're getting close to March Madness time in March. And that means NCAA tournament. And that means games on everywhere. And the last thing you want to be doing, all right, is, is, ordering, is ordering from DoorDash. Not what you want to be doing. Or now you, you don't want to be going out. You want to be ordering from DoorDash. I take that back. That's what you want to be doing. You've got to get DoorDash. you got to get the food that you want. There's only one place to go. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs. Restaurants, we talk about. Groceries. You can get flowers and gifts. So next time you're running low on dinner ideas, maybe even pet supplies, or just you're running out of time, you can get so much more than you realized and delivered with DoorDash. Didn't have a chance at the grocery store last weekend after uh, all the big game commotion? It's simple, all right? Order from DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to the DoorDash app, get everything you need delivered. It is that simple. Whatever watch party or anything party you've got coming up, get it delivered with DoorDash. Football season may be overboard in the thick of the basketball games, the school year. 
let's face it, winter. You can think of a million reasons to order DoorDash. Do that today. Get dinner for tonight, groceries for the week, or consolation prizes for you and your sad friends in, uh, you know, in whatever city it is when your team loses. All on DoorDash. They are the best. It is DoorDash. And Locked On Lions is sponsored by BetterHelp. Always thinking about, eh, maybe I need therapy. Maybe I need to talk to somebody different. Maybe I need something in my life that's a little bit different. And I want to talk to somebody neutral. I don't want to talk to a friend or, or a family member. I want to talk to somebody that might not know me. All right. Sometimes you all have that opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. All right. Therapy can be different for everybody. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports teams or anything else, but it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking about starting therapy, I want you to give BetterHelp a try. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's entirely entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. All right, UFA Thursday. We're talking about all the unrestricted free agents for the Lions. I mentioned before about the offensive linemen. There are five to discuss today. And those are Dan Skipper, Matt Nelson, Graham Glasgow, Halapulavati Vitae, and Jonah Jackson. Let's start with Jackson. We already dove into this a little bit in the open. I'd love for the Lions to bring him back. Uh, when the Lions are, are good and really clicking, it's when that offensive line is moving people around. You see the chemistry that's, that the Lions have when they go from left to right with Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Glasgow, and certainly Panay Sewell. Sewell's the best right tackle in football, in my opinion. Frank Ragnow, to me, is the best center in the league. But you know what? Jonah Jackson's a really solid left guard. Might only command three years and around $30 million, where you'd be spending $10 million for him a year. Numbers have gone down a little bit if you if you listen to PFF. But still, the Lions are not as good when Jackson has missed games. And other guys like Awoshika or Sorsdahl or whomever, have had to play left guard. Um, I thought weeks and weeks ago that this might be an opportunity for the Lions to have to let somebody walk because they've got players to re-sign. They've got to bring back Jared Goff. Got to figure Taylor, Taylor Decker's going to want a new deal. Um, you know, Graham Glasgow, you want to maybe give multi-year, multiple years to now. Um, and so the Lions have to make some decisions. But I think Jonah Jackson is worth keeping just for the chemistry along the offensive line. Same goes for, for Graham Glasgow. He signed a one-year kind of prove-it deal this year for just over $2 million. Uh, his base salary, I think, was only around $1.25 Glasgow made it a point. He told Justin Rogers at the Detroit News after the season, I'm going to need a raise. All right? Giving Graham Glasgow multiple years and a little bit of a raise from what he was only making, which is a couple million dollars, should not be that difficult. All right? Offensive line, premium spot. You want to keep both your guards around. Yes, the Lions could upgrade. Yes, a Dalton Reisner or somebody else in free agency, a Feliciano, somebody like that could end up with the Lions. But uh, Graham Glasgow belongs in Detroit. He does. He's a Lion, and uh, he wants to be here. And it's important to have a veteran like that next to Sewell and Ragnow. I would keep Glasgow around. Halapulavati Vitae signed a big contract with Bob Quinn and company years ago. Uh, I don't see any avenue that he comes back. There's no spot for him. and. Uh, He'll go somewhere else. Um, Dan Skipper's interesting. <laughs> he always seems to be on the team. There always seems to be 
a Dan Skipper sighting. Even if he doesn't make the team out of camp in August, he always seems to find his way back. Good veteran that can play all the positions, guard, tackle. Heck, you could probably throw him at center. He could do that. Uh, Matt Nelson, I think, would would be gone. Um, you know, he's been a backup. He got hurt this year. I don't see a scenario where they bring him back. On defense, some very interesting names here on this list and a few guys that started games this year for the Lions. Uh, you got to start with Tyson Alualu, who's 36 years old, was kind of a stopgap this year on the interior of the defensive line, played pretty well toward the end of the year and made some tackles in the Niners game. Uh, if he's willing to take another one-year deal for not a lot of money, maybe you bring him back. The Lions don't have a ton of depth at that spot. Two edge rushers, and these are interesting names, Romeo Quara and Charles Harris. I think the Lions can upgrade here. I think the Lions can do better. Romeo Quara had a really good Lions career. Uh, so much so that years back after a 10-plus sack season, he signed a three-year, $39 million deal. They had to uh, keep him, and the Lions did. It was one of the first moves that Brad Holmes made. Well, that contract's now done, and he's a player that is not the same. Um, took a pay cut this year, which was nice, but I don't see a scenario where Romeo Aquara is back. He just didn't perform. Neither did Charles Harris. Charles Harris now has been here multiple years. Um, but he was deactivated for the biggest games this year. And as a veteran, I think you got to get younger at that spot. I think you got to upgrade at that spot in terms of talent. So I don't see Romeo Quar or Charles Harris coming back. Linebacker, Jalen Reeves-Maven. You got to pay the man. Special teams captain, uh, special teams all pro, pro bowler. And I'll tell you one thing, Jalen Reeves-Maven played really, really well as a backup linebacker this year. When there were injuries and, and guys went down or guys weren't playing well, Jack Campbell was a little bit lost. They put Jalen Reeves-Maben out there in, in a couple of games. And all he did was make plays, make tackles, make plays on the football uh, in the passing game. So, um, you know, JRM is a guy I'd love to see the Lions bring back. Now, he may get an opportunity to play more on defense for a team and be a special teams captain on like a younger team that needs leadership. And they may pay him more than the Lions would. But this is a guy you just feel like is a lion. And uh, hopefully they can find a way to bring him back. Uh, four defensive backs on this uh, unrestricted free agent list uh, right here on this Thursday Locked on Lions that I wanted to bring up. Number one is Kendall Vildor. Um, this was a weird story this year. Lions had injuries in their secondary. They needed upgrades at, at cornerback. Uh, Jerry Jacobs was struggling. And the Lions went out and signed Kendall Vildor, the former Bear, basically off the street. And then immediately he, st he started playing and started starting and played a lot. He will be remembered, unfortunately, for the doink off the helmet that bounced up in the air. And uh, Brandon IU caught the, the deep ball that really kind of turned that NFC Championship game around. Um, I think the Lions have somebody in waiting and Stephen Gilmore that didn't play at all this season, was inactive every single week. I think they want to give him a chance next year. I think they'll draft cornerbacks. So I don't think Vildor will be back. Emmanuel Mosley is interesting. Signed a one-year $5 million deal with the Lions. After a torn ACL with the Niners, he was expected to come in, uh, heal, and, and, and be that opposite uh, starter of Cam Sutton. He got back after rehab and tore his other ACL. I'd love to see Mosley come back, rehab, and, and be on this team. He stuck around. He was uh, coaching up the guys on the sidelines. 
I see I see Mosley getting another one-year deal and staying with the Lions. And why not stay with Detroit or a Super Bowl contender? Will Harris, a uh, long time with this organization. Former draft pick of Bob Quinn, but never played this year. And they could do better than Will Harris. I think he's going to be gone. And then the big name that everybody's, you know, talking about is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um, he disappointed me this season. He was incredible during training camp and during the preseason. And this was a guy that at the start of the year, and I thought he played well in week one against the Chiefs. He was a guy at the start of the year that you looked up and said, this is the leader of the secondary. This is exactly what the young guys need. A Kirby Joseph, uh, a Brian Branch, an Ify Melifonu, they're all going to learn from C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's going to be great. Got hurt, of course, and was out for a good chunk of the season. He came back, did not play well at the end of the year. And then, you know, the waving goodbye to the Niners fans before the game was even over, uh, you know, the, the, the trash talking of Debo Samuel, telling the media when he finally came back that he's not a rotational player. He came back to start. He wasn't real happy about having to split time with Kirby Joseph and Ify Melifonwu. That's not a guy I want in this locker room, all right? Now, the Lions will tell you that he was fine, that he behaved, and all the guys liked him, but you know, there's a reason why he's bounced around, and I just, I think the Lions have their safeties now with Melifonwu and with Kirby Joseph, and, you know, Gardner Johnson's kind of a hybrid guy. They've got Brian Branch, and he's been so good that I don't think they need C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Uh, special teams. Yes, let's get to that uh, coming up next, because that is a discussion that I always love having, especially when it comes to discussing kickers. You know how much I love talking about Brad Holmes uh, and why he just doesn't care about kickers, but we will do that. It's true. Uh, we will do that coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions. Brought to you today by our friends at Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when buying tickets to your next big event. It might not be a sporting event. It could be music. It could be comedy. could be theater. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for whatever your need is. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, which I love, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Best thing I love is that view from your seat in the venue. You go to the app. You get it. You look on there and you say, all right, what's section 211? What, what does this look like? It'll show you in the arena or in the stadium where exactly you're sitting. And it even moves left and right to give you that view that you want. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And redeem code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And Lockdown Lions today also brought to you by our friends at Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Well, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is awesome. It's perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything, right? Gone are the days of connecting your phone to your car. Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play, it's all there. The Google Play Store are all built right into that 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system right there in the car. The 2024 Rogue 
is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure. How about the 2024 Nissan Armada? We'll change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to 8 in first-class luxury and style. Tow bigger and explore further with 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. All right, we got two guys to discuss when it comes to special teams on our list of unrestricted free agents. The first one, Jake McQuaid, the long snapper. Now, remember, McQuaid is 35 years of age, has been a pro bowler. And the great thing about Jake McQuaid when he came up this year, uh, when he lost uh, the job to, well, he lost the competition to Scott Daly in the preseason. Lions cut McQuaid, kept Daly around. Then Daly got hurt, all right, hurt his knee, was done for the year. They re-signed, they re-upped McQuaid. And the great thing about this long snapper situation in Detroit is we never had to hear about it. All the snaps, whether it was snapping to the to the to the holder on kicks, whether it was snapping to Jack Fox on punts, there was never an issue ever. Seriously, Jake McQuay did a really good job. Unfortunately, Scott Daly is really good too. So my guess is that they bring both guys in and do the same thing they did last year, uh, have a little competition. Daly is still under contract. McQuaid is not. So um, I, I see a scenario where, where a guy like McQuaid is brought back on a, a you know minimum type deal just to be competition for Daly. The other one is Michael Badgley, the Lions kicker. Um, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of fun with Brad Holmes on this show when it comes to kickers because the Lions have had about 12 or 13 over the last three years. You can go back to uh, Randy Bullock the first year, uh, giving him a shot. And then all the issues they had with all the kickers, uh, Ryan Santoso missing the kick in Pittsburgh, uh, Riley Patterson, who's had been on and off with this organization for years, uh, Money Badger's been around for two years, was your kicker last year or two years ago, then wasn't the kicker this year, then came back, then won the job again at the end of the year. Then, of course, Dan Campbell in the NFC Championship game never used him. And now the Lions have to make a decision. Do they bring Badgley back or do they draft a kicker? And look, drafted kickers this past year did not have great success. All right. Jake Moody with the Niners struggled. Anders Carlson with the Packers struggled. All right. I don't see a scenario where Brad Holmes is going to draft, waste a draft pick on a kicker because he doesn't care about kickers. It's been three years of not having the guy. Would the Lions sign somebody and then it's just left alone? Kai Fairburn, of course, with the Texans, had a really good year. He only missed one field goal all season. He's going to command some decent money. If you recall this past offseason, the Colts spent a good chunk of change on Matt Gay, and he was terrific for most of the season. Kind of struggled at the end of the year, but hit a lot of 50-yarders and was worth the money that the Colts gave him. Could there be a scenario where Holmes look up, looks up and says, we're going to go sign Fairburn or Greg Zierlein or... Um, uh, any of the other UFA kickers that are out there. Will Lutz from the Broncos. We'll see. Chase McLaughlin's available. I don't see it. I don't. Would not surprise me if both Riley Patterson and Michael Badgley were back again for a competition um, in the summer. That would not surprise me. But yes, the Money Badger is an unrestricted free agent. All right, that's the list. You know, I mean, must-haves and must-bring-backs. I mean, to me, if you can get Jonah Jackson and Graham Glasgow to come back, 
you got Jalen Reeves Maben coming back um, and Emmanuel Mosley, I'd be good with that. And Josh Reynolds, too. Uh, the must-haves to me are are the offensive linemen, are Glasgow and Jackson. Uh, but again, Jonah may outprice himself and go somewhere and make a lot more money. Uh, you definitely want Glasgow back. You don't want neither, uh, both to leave. And then you've got to fill two spots on that offensive line, which right now the Lions don't have to fill. But again, they could sign another uh, free agent or draft somebody. So we'll have to wait and see. That's our Thursday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts.